People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're Moral Marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. All right. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. It's, uh, I have the peace pillars is the very beginning of my program because uh, I believe that both men and women, I teach men, of course, to make, uh, create a safe environment for their wife. Uh, however, I think both men and women need to know it's peaceful. Me, need to know that particularly because they want to be able to stop walking on eggshells so that they can be most authentically themselves, unjudged, uh, what was what was the phrase you used to say? Unapologetically Unap be. Just want to be unapologetically yourselves. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about why peace is so important. Let's talk about a whole lot to do with security. Okay? So a lot of times, one of the number one things that I'll hear from a man who's been fighting with his wife or who's just interested in my program is, I've never hit her. Dude, that's like saying you've never cheated. Who the fuck cares? That should be normal. Okay? We understand people all make mistakes. I certainly was quite abusive. Not, I didn't punch you in the face, but I was abusive enough. Very, you know? a lot of physical intimidation. Physical intimidation, Words. broke the couch that you were sitting on. Threw stuff. Threw stuff, flipped the bed over, smashed the house. Like, I was physical enough. I might as well have punched her in the face. And mm -hmm. so when you start justifying that you don't do anything, that also pertains to the words that you use, uh, what we talked about in the last podcast where we were talking about um, the different tones, the body language, pacing, sneer face, all of these things play an emotional toll, which I dare say is worse than being punched in the face. That's just I sometimes used to wish, and I don't mean this, I don't want to compare it to it because I know some women really go through a lot. A lot, abuse, yeah, of and course. So of course, I wouldn't rather physical abuse, but there were times when it was so t emotionally terrifying in my home that I just wished he would just hit me and stop like berating me. Mm -hmm. It would have been, I know it wouldn't have been easier. So I, I don't want any of it to happen. But sometimes emotional abuse can be so bad, you just wish that it was a punch instead. I think, at that, least I, I did. That's such a valuable point when you're thinking about the overall peace in your home, right? Like everybody thinks their story is the worst. You know, I, I don't know where we're at, like, like three, uh, almost 4,000 uh, couples now, right? Like, and everybody thinks their story is unique and that it's the worst. I can tell you this, hands down, with all the men in my program, they look at the other guy's story and wish the roles were reversed. Typically that's geared around shame for the, the mistakes that they've made. And I know a lot of people look at me and they think, how does that guy not feel guilty? Fuck, he's lucky she's still there. All these judgments come out. Listen. Um, Even comments there, it's worth addressing. Okay. Um, so, sorry, I lost my thought. Sorry. Um, Oh, everybody wants everybody else's scenario. What I've learned is that when you understand that you're just ashamed of your own, you can start to address actual peace. You see, until you can let go of that, and I don't mean that you just say, ignore it, sweep it under the rug. Potentially, like we, we do only because we do what we do, have we, we've lifted new things recently. Uh, well, months ago now, you found that old recording of a hidden fight, hidden recording of an old fight. Um, to, from 2016 and like it's it's crazy but I'm not ashamed of who I was anymore because even when these uh, uh, new things come up because I'm just so damn proud of who I am I'm not Ryan anymore I'm Cass mm -hmm. you know 
And we laugh almost at, at least four times a week about a scenario. Holy shit, if Ryan was here right now. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, no, you know, like, or, or we come up with something and it doesn't I bother. Even, I can't even believe it. Well, it's, Which leads into my point in a second. Okay. So I want to encourage you that if you're trying to first create peace in the home, to start addressing the ownership and responsibility that we talked about in the last episode. Um, take responsibility for yourself and your actions. Who do you want to be? I should. I did not even know that there was a life without anger. I did not know that it wasn't normal to fight every single day. And I literally, you don't know what you don't know, so stop judging people, number one. That's something we learned in our journey, hardcore, because we thought we knew. But you only, you're a product of the lessons you've learned in your life or the skills you've developed, and that's it. And so once I realized that, take responsibility that, well, it actually feels better to be joyful. Holy shit, it feels awful to be screaming at my wife like this, right? It also made me feel worse. I was more insecure when she didn't believe me because she thought, oh, you're just on probation. So, you know, I, this isn't real. You just don't want to go to jail, you know? And so addressing that I was feeling insecure about that, which was, that was probably the hardest part. That took me several more years to really start to feel better with and get over, okay? But when you can do that, you can start to look at how ashamed you are. Then the best way I know to get over the shame is to communicate. Women with women, men with men, communicate. Compare the truth, because people just don't share the truth anymore. Ever been to church? Who needs help with their marriage? We're gonna pray on that today, and nobody raises their hand. People are embarrassed. Yeah, you don't, that's the shame. We gotta, we gotta get over that. That's the first step, okay. Go. Yeah, the, one of the reasons that I would say peace is so important in your home is because if you have a home that's fueled by conflict and filled with conflict, you are going to have to go to the extreme opposite in order to be able to get that peace. And so it has to be extreme peace. So one of the reasons you have to start being really intentional about peace is because it's not enough to just remove the conflict. You have to do the opposite so that you can balance it out. And so it does start to feel safe again. So we had so much conflict in our home that even when it was peaceful, I was not, I still had PTSD from the emotional abuse and from the yelling. And so he thought he was doing so well and he was, but it was almost a case of too little too late because I was so damaged by the conflict. I was so damaged. I was still, um, I had anxiety over fighting. I was, at one point I was medicated with Ativan and clonazepam because I was so anxious about, this was after the restraining order. Mm -hmm. And so he did extra, extraordinarily well at different points in our marriage trying to make it peaceful. But for me, I still wasn't at peace. I needed extreme peace for an, for an extended period of time so that I could see that it was real. So for me, the biggest thing, why you want peace in your home is because you have to undo the damage that has been done. And it takes two. I don't just mean, I'm not just talking to husbands and I'm not just talking to wives. I work with wives that are emotionally abusive and I work with narcissist wives and there's both sides of this. And then I was very reactively abusive. So I needed to get a hold of that as well. So I'm talking to both. So both people need to be very intentional about uh, obtaining that peace and accepting the peace. So wives, if it is your husband that is trying to make it more peaceful and you're not accepting it like I didn't, I didn't know how at the time, but you need to learn how because the faster you can accept it, the faster that it will actually be peaceful, which is what we need and what we want. Otherwise, you will not feel safe. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, you really got to go back and listen because this is what we're talking about. If you start accepting it, like she's saying, and you actually support and you lift up, you don't keep scoring negatively. We talked about all this stuff earlier. And so... When you can understand that, you, you stop being the person that's like, well, why didn't you do this for the last 15 years? And I don't care if we're talking about peace or if we're talking about dating, right? Because he just worked too much. I have a, a 
one-on-one client going through that right now. It's 20 years. And, and she's like, why now? Listen, it's happening now. And he's le- literally trying. She's literally trying. If you want peace in your home, now you're starting the war. And so it's actually kind of redundant, don't you think? You're leading by example is leading the wrong direction. What we've learned is that when that wall is there, you put these bricks in the wall and you stack and you stack and you stack. When you learn the communication skills and you start actually having some real conversations again and start replacing this negativity with positivity. So not yelling can't be replaced, sorry, yelling can't be replaced with not yelling. What we need to do is replace yelling with fun, excitement, talking, dreams, actually achieving them and in amongst them, even if you slipped, your behavior should be better, right? It's not like I didn't slip. It's not like I flipped a switch and overnight I didn't get angry and didn't, what, well, I was rageful. So I still slip. It's not yeah. very often, but I still slip. We, we Old do. habits die hard. We do. It's human nature. That's, by the way, years and years of programming versus the amount of time you've been learning to develop skills. So where what Catherine's talking about, where you can accept it and lift your partner is, do you want to be an anchor or do you want to be a booster? You know, if we would have learned that so early, because you're going to each be better at different things, right? And if you want the peace, you should want the peace. If you don't, I don't condone this and neither is Catherine, but maybe you should leave if you're just going to blame. If it's all their fault, right? And it, it doesn't... Only after you've tried every single thing that you can try, exactly. do we condone leaving. Even then, it's... Even then, it's, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. Well, we can do a whole different episode on that because that's so, so important. It's the commitment thing. But like, here's the thing. Almost always you haven't tried every solution. So you're actually committed to not trying every solution. How do we know? Do we think every marriage can be saved? Well, absolutely not because eventually it takes two. But let's say you are making effort and your partner's not responding. That role modeling that Catherine was talking about, that, that should be you. That should be peace. The number one thing. That should be on you, no matter what they do. I don't care if she kicks you in the balls. Are you gonna be proud of a man who punches in her face right after that, right? Or pushes her off? You enabled the behavior. Again, other episodes, but. I say the same thing to wives. So if your husband is acting in a way that you don't approve of, when you get defensive and you attack back, afterwards, if you look back, can you be proud of the woman that you were in that moment? It doesn't mean that you need to tolerate all of his behavior and there's a time for boundaries. All of that can come. But in those moments, are you proud of who you are? Are you using language that you shouldn't use? Are you using contempt and defensiveness and stonewalling and criticism? Can you be proud of that woman that you were? No, then you need to make changes. We'll talk, your husband will be held accountable for all of his behavior as well, but you can only look within you. Yeah, take responsibility for you. We'll, We'll say the same things over and over again, guys, because it's that important. We teach it every day and people need to hear it over and over and over. So keep... Staying with us, keep watching. But real quick with with peace, I want to address that there is a wall between you. And if you want the wall down, the reason why it's the first thing in my program is because you can't do anything. You can't have better conversations. You can't have a physical, crazy, passionate marriage. Nothing, nothing in between. You can't be great partners if there's no peace. And safety. Mm -hmm. And safety, i.e. no trust, i.e all the other emotions that are gonna come out and why you can't communicate yet because you're not in control of those emotions. You don't even understand where they're coming from. And we'll end on this unless you have anything else you wanna say, but the the reality is, how do you know that's real? Because you, when you can't answer exactly what the problem is because there's so many things that have stacked up, 
There's a lot of blended feelings there, okay? When guys say to their wife, why don't you want me anymore? And she's like, I'm not attracted. And she, he goes, why? She can't really answer that. You can give a few answers, but there was a lot that goes into it, right? All right, guys, we're gonna see you next time. Bye. Bye.